It's time now for the Kill the Can podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Kill the Can podcast. I'm your host, Chewy. Do you want to quit nicotine and take back control of your life? We'll tell you how we've done it and answer the questions you didn't even know you had about how you can quit today. For today's episode, I'm joined by Eddie, who goes by the screen name of Monster EMT on the forums. Eddie's a friend of mine that I've known for several years now. And yesterday morning, he sent me a video of another podcast, the Burt Kreischer podcast. They had on, among other things, they had on a doctor who, in this particular clip that he sent me, was talking about the benefits of nicotine and how it wasn't dangerous. Um... So Eddie and I talk a little bit about that particular clip. I think it's fair to say that we disagree with, with that particular doctor's assessment for a variety of reasons. And again, we're looking at it from the nicotine addict's perspective. So uh, without further ado, here is a conversation between Monster EMT and myself about the benefits, quote unquote, of nicotine. And I think you'll find that uh, we don't necessarily agree with what this doctor had to say. All right. Well, hey, I, uh, I'm thrilled to be joined this evening on the KTC podcast by a good friend of mine, Eddie. He goes by Monster EMT on the forums. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. It's awesome to talk to you. Um, so b- before we kind of dive into to tonight, what I think we're going to talk about tonight, um, tell me a little bit about like your how long you dipped, your quit, what, what that was like, and, and those kind of things. Uh, I dipped for about six years, a little more than six years. Um, got into it because of friends. Um, and then that was just, uh, I guess, exacerbated by being in fire and EMS service because nicotine's everywhere. Um, okay. Found KTC online and uh, signed up on the forum. And today was 3,243 days without. That's awesome! Congratulations. Um, so, so you mentioned you mentioned you're you're in EMS professionally. Do you still is that still prevalent around you on a regular basis? Oh, absolutely. Is it really? Um, yeah, and, and absolutely. Is, and, and is that does it uh, does it does it bother you at this point? At, you know, north of three thousand days. I wouldn't say that it bothers me. I mean, I'm an addict. I'm always going to be an addict. Right. So in the back of my mind, sometimes it's like, eh, I wouldn't mind just having one, but I know I can't do that. So right. I don't. All right. Are, uh, are you using any, uh, are you using any fake dips these days? Yeah, I use grinds regularly. Okay. Mostly when yeah. I'm at work, but sometimes in my off time. Okay. And, and do you, do you find, are, are you using it? Um, are you using it because you enjoy the the caffeine? Are you are you using it for those of you that are not familiar? Grinds is a um, is a is a fake dip, tobacco free, nicotine free <clears throat> product that's made out of coffee. Um, so so again, are you using it because you enjoy the caffeine? Are you using it because you enjoy the kind of the habit, the oral fixation? What what is it at at you know thirty two hundred days or whatever that that keeps you keeps you using it? A little of both. Um, okay. I work night shift in Harrisburg City, the capital of Pennsylvania, as a paramedic, so it's busy. Um, and the six years that I dipped, it was routine for me to put one in before I went on a call. Okay. So now I just replaced that with 
coffee grinds in a pouch instead of, you know, nicotine and whatever else is in uh, uh, Skull Snooze, which was my chew of choice. Um, Skull Snooze, but the, okay. the caffeine is, yeah, the caffeine is also a nice byproduct. Um, I've been drinking a lot more water than soda these days. So it's nice to still get a caffeine hit um, without having to consume, you know, high fructose corn syrup and all the other garbage that's in soda. Right. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I, I, um, I quit soda about the, let me look 3,297 days ago was the last time I, oh, wow. I, so, so right around the time you had your last dip. Right. Um, yeah. and, and, and yeah, it was just, I, and I was drinking, um, primarily diet. So it wasn't the yeah, sugar same. necessarily, but it was, um, I just, I can't even imagine how bad diet soda, is, especially the, the amounts that I was drinking. I was probably not quite a two liter a day, but probably pretty close to it, you know? So it was, it was a lot. Yeah. 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 It was a lot. Um, ha- have you ever run across anything professionally that, um, that is, you know, was linked to t- nicotine or tobacco, whether it be cancer or anything like, have you ever been on a call for anything like that? Yeah. Um, I've actually had numerous patients, um, with either lung cancer, uh, who were smokers, or I've had several that have had um, either some type of mouth cancer or esophageal or something like that from dipping. I've, I've encountered both over 15 years of my career. That, that's um, talk, talk about a, uh, a a good not not good but a stark reminder of the the battle that we're that we're facing on a daily basis, huh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the sad part is that I encountered those people while I was still using. Um, I mean, I've, I've encountered them since, and it gives me a whole different perspective now. Right. But, uh, it, it didn't stop me then. So it, it's it's crazy that the hold that nicotine had over us, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 an addiction. It's the same as being addicted to anything. Yeah. So, so one of the reasons that I, that I wanted to bring you on tonight, um, you, you had sent me a video clip earlier today of the, what was it? Was it the Burt Kreischer podcast, right? Yep. Yeah. And so, so for those of you who are not familiar, Burt Kreischer is a primarily what a stand up comedian who is hilarious, by the way. And he <laughs> does a, and he does a podcast with, um, is it Tom Segura? Is that the other guy's name? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they, yeah, they the, had the a cash cab guy. Oh, that's right. That's where he is. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so it was, and I, I believe the name of the podcast is two, is it two bears, one cave, something like that. I should know. I think it's something like that. Yeah. Okay. Cause I mean, that's his shtick is being shirtless on, t- on stage. So, right. Yeah. The, the, the machine story by Burt Kreischer is absolutely hilarious. If you've never seen it mm-hmm. on YouTube, it's, it's it, no matter how many times I watch it, I, I laugh every time, but, um, <laughs> but, but this particular episode of the podcast, they had a guy, a, a presumably a doctor on there and he, and they were talking about among other things. And I did not listen to the entire podcast, but I listened to this couple minute clip um, the benefits of nicotine and, and Eddie sent it to me and I, I had seen it a couple other times and it, it, it just made me, it really bummed me out first um, to, to see a show with that, that much reach. Um, 
I won't say they were they're spreading misinformation per se, but I think they're really kind of loosey goosey about how how they're talking about nicotine. Um, what, what what did you what did you think when you first when you first saw that clip? I, I and if you could share just kind of what what you said to me when you shared it with me this morning. Sure, uh, I was I was frustrated more than anything. Um, like there there may be some science, <clears throat> excuse me, behind his his claims that nicotine enhances dopamine production um, and therefore is, is beneficial to the brain and the human body. But at the same time, they just kind of threw it in as an afterthought as like, Oh, but smoking is bad for you, by the way. Right. Like it, it was like, Oh yeah, nicotine is good, but the main way you're going to get it is bad. We'll just mention that in subtext here. Right. Uh, well, the oh, focus oh, was oh, on the, the good. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it may also kill you, but look at these good things it does. Right. Now, now is there, um, and I, and I realize that you're not a doctor. And so if you're uncomfortable answering these questions, just tell me, but you're certainly more well-versed in it than I am uh, professionally. Is there, um, cause, cause we've heard these, this kind of talking point over the years <clears throat> and I've heard it more and more of recently with the, with the advent of, nicotine pouches, whether they be, you know, Zin or, you know, one of the other seems like hundreds of other products like that. Um, so the, so the, the, the rhetoric or the talking point is, is just what, what these guys were talking about today, that nicotine in and of itself is helpful or beneficial to you. Um, and I know it's been linked to, um, kind of benefits around Alzheimer's and, and those kind of things. Um, I guess first kind of in your opinion, are those, are those statements true? And then we can kind of unpack kind of everything that everything else that comes along with it after the fact. Um, from, from studies that I have seen uh, from reputable sources, um, some of them, I guess I could go along with that. Like there are benefits to it, but then at the same time, I, I know plenty of adverse effects to it, to sure. using as well. So it, it's, it's hard for me to outweigh the bad with the good. Sure. Um, it, I mean, you, you can find good and justification in pretty much anything right. uh, if you look hard enough. So sure. yeah, that's kind I, of where I'm at with it. Yeah. And, and I guess, and I guess kind of where I would, where I would kind of come out on it is <clears throat> from, let's just say for argument's sake that all of those benefits do exist. Again, I, I'm not... I'm not here to necessarily argue that, but what I would say is from a nicotine addict's perspective, if they do exist, and again, that's a big if, in my opinion, we can't enjoy those benefits, right? Because correct, because we, the way our brain and our bodies work, we're not going to be able to use presumably the small amount that would give us the benefit. I don't know about you, correct. but I don't want. I don't want one dip, right? Nope. You know, if it, I want the whole thing, I want. Oh, absolutely. You know, a can a day, the addiction, it defining mm-hmm. who I am, right? Right. Um, so, okay. Um, and then again, and you already mentioned it, it's not just the nicotine right? It's, it's the delivery method, right? It's whether it's in tobacco, whether it's in cigarettes, whether it's in snooze or smokeless or what, there's all these other compounds and all these other chemicals that come along with that, Mm 
that, again, in my purely um, non-medical opinion, but I think it's it's after 16 years of, of dealing with this quitting smokeless tobacco community, I think it's very fair to say that the delivery method and everything that comes along with it far outweighs, in my opinion, any positive that you could ever get out of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I, again, you know, what, one of those, the, the bummer of it is they were talking about it just so nonchalantly. Right. And in fact, yeah, it was I, very flippant, which is what was kind of frustrating about it. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's funny. I, I ran across that, that clip on TikTok, and you, all you have to do is look at the comments, right? Cause the comments are like, Oh, Oh, this is great. It's, it's good for me. I'll pack another dip or, Oh, it's, it's good right. for me. I'll light another cigarette. And I, and I, and you kind of think that the, the commenters are quote unquote joking, but I don't, but I don't know that they necessarily are. And, and that to me is the real danger of that kind of flippant comment about a drug like nicotine that is just so addictive. Oh, for sure. I mean, again, to an addict's mind and an addict's lifestyle, you're giving them justification to continue their addiction because an active addict is going to find justification wherever they can. Right. So did you, when, when you quit 30, 3,200 days ago or whatever it was, um, what was, what was your quit like? Was your quit easy? Was it, was it super difficult T- tell me about kind of those, the, you know, the, the, maybe the first six months of your quit, what that, what that was. Um, it, it wasn't the easiest thing I've done. I'll say that. Um, I, I used to change you pretty much all day long when I was at work. If I was on a 16 hour shift, especially having snooze and I didn't have to have a spitter with me, I'd throw pouches in. And as soon as I'd throw pouches out, I'd put two more in. Um, and I just did that all day long. So, um, I was of, of snooze pouches. I was easily one and a half, two cans a day sometimes. Wow. Um, so to quit cold Turkey, like we do at KTC, that was a huge switch, obviously. Um, I mean, I, I used different fakes early on and used Smoky Mountain and I tried stuff like hooch and, uh, I tried back off different ones. Um, eventually landed on grinds, but my first few months, uh, I gotta say first few weeks, it's, it's tough. I mean, you're, you're ridding your body of a chemical, right? Um, a chemical that it's become dependent on no less. Uh, so it, you, you get the headaches and you get nausea and there were dizzy spells and all different kinds of awful symptoms. Um, but again, you know, being part of KTC, I, knew some of that stuff was coming and I had people who kind of talked me through it like hey this is temporary it's going to be worth it you'll get through this and people who were there either on the forum or on chat uh, before we we went the discord way um, that were there all hours uh, to reach out to and help you through that it, it eventually got easier and uh, I mean now it's like I said it's a fleeting thought every now and then of hey I, I, I could really no, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. Um, and I mean, using grind still semi-regularly, I have that oral fixation, which I don't think I'll ever really get rid of. Right. But th- this isn't much more dangerous than, you know, a cup of coffee. So sure. I'll take that. Sure. Um, 
so now you you primarily were a, a snooze user um and i was not i never used snooze so so i i'm asking uh-huh. this question out of pure ignorance um when it comes to the alternatives out there presumably you would you would um kind of favor a pouch product if you're looking for something that is closer to snooze is is there one out there that you have run across that is closer to a snooze product than others i know that you use grinds um but are, but are there so, other ones out there that are kind of in your opinion close to the real thing uh in my opinion the closest thing to a snooze product honestly is grinds um because the snooze products largely were uh, the, the sweeter or the minty flavors, which you can easily find with grinds and, you know, not having a spit juice, but you can, if you want to. Um, so you can easily gut this because it's literally coffee. Um, the same as you would with snooze pouches. Um, I, I originally started out on smoky mountain pouches, but they're super, super dry. And it's, it, you don't get the moisture that you get from, like a skull snooze or even camel, I use them occasionally. Um, it's it's super dry. Like you can see the cotton fibers in the can dry. Um, so the only thing that I've really found that gives you that similar pouch is grinds, really. Okay. Um, that okay. That's interesting because and again, like I said, I didn't. Um, <clears throat> I was never a snooze user, and so snooze to me was kind of in this in this a spot in my um in my mind that I, I i wasn't quite familiar with now i will say i've become more familiar with it and i'm really excited to say that there there are some new alternative products coming out there on the market that seem to be geared either towards snooze users or actually what i think too is users of nicotine pouches right so mm-hmm. the zins of the world and those kind of things so so um did you ever use nicotine pouches was that a thing before you quit no that wasn't a thing before i quit i, okay. I think that has been within the last couple of years and it's been eight years for me now so nine years in march okay so okay. i i, I haven't you. yeah it wasn't really prevalent back then I don't, i'm not going to say it didn't exist but it wasn't as available as it is now. Okay. I, yeah, I guess I guess where I was going with that was in in based on what you know of the nicotine pouches is is that similar to snooze to the snooze pouches that you were using. And again, I'm asking just from a place of pure ignorance because I don't know. Sure. For, from what I know, um, I do know people who use them. Um, from what I understand, it is similar in mechanism in that. You know, you pop pouches in, you can swallow the juice. It's not an issue. Um, it's it's not going to make you sick like swallowing from long cut is going to do type of thing. Um, so in that aspect, I can say, yes, it's similar. Okay. Um, I did, um, I do, ha- and I haven't even reviewed them yet, but I have some, a, a new product from Fully Loaded, which is a product called Alpha, and they are nootropic pouches. Um, you know, obviously nicotine free, tobacco free, but again, I think they are geared towards the either snooze user or former nicotine pouch user. Um, if you're mm-hmm. interested, if you're interested, I'll send you a couple samples. I would love to kind of get your opinion 
as a former snooze user of, of kind of how these are. Sure. Okay, cool. I will do that. Um, so what, what at this point, um, you know, some 3000 days into <clears throat> your quit, what advice do you have for somebody who's on day one or thinking about making their decision hasn't quite done it yet? What, what can you, what can you tell somebody who is like kind of teetering on, eh, maybe I should quit or, or better yet, I really want to quit, but I'm scared to do it. Uh, so a huge thing early in my quit that someone told me that has stuck with me all these days now and years at this point is you can do anything that you put your mind to for 24 hours. That's so it. powerful. That's one so day, powerful. Literally one, literally one day at a time. You, you can do anything for one day. You could not drink a soda for one day. You could, you know, be productive and take a lap around your office building for one day or you could not put a dip in for one day and then tomorrow you worry about tomorrow but today right. you can do anything you can you can commit to something for 24 hours I, that's I, an attainable I, goal don't look at 3000 yeah. look at one day it is so it's such a powerful statement eddie because you're right, right? That like I, I think back to when I was quitting, and I remember what I was scared most about was this this concept of forever, right? It's like, uh -huh. oh my god, I'm I'm gonna quit. I'm looking to quit something that I've been doing for almost two decades in my case, right? And at the time uh -huh. I was, you know, um, and and I was like, oh my god, how how can I possibly do that and and kind of rip my soul out of my body, right? But to your mm -hmm. point, oh, I can I can do that for a day. I can do that for an hour. Right. I can do that for a minute, you know, whatever it is. And then exactly. to your point, I'm gonna repeat when I I'm gonna repeat what I did tomorrow, or you know, when I get to tomorrow, I'm gonna repeat what I did today. Right. Cause you can look back and say, Oh, well, I did that for a day. I could do that again today. So we 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 um we focus a lot on a hundred days, the Hall of Fame, a hundred days, and obviously that is not mm -hmm. you know you're not cured at a hundred days, <clears throat> um, and I'm not suggesting that you that you in fact you even mentioned you, you know you are an addict right, and so, so you still um kind of reflect on that and identify with being an addict, but when did you feel when in your quit did you feel like okay I'm not that I've got it and not that I'm there, but like, when did you start to feel comfortable? Was, was it at a hundred days? Was it like, where, where was that where you were like, okay, I, I might be able to do this long-term still understanding that I'm an addict forever. Uh, I mean, a hundred days was a, a great milestone. I mean, that's what three months and change. Mm -hmm. um, so that being able to attain that and uh, never really having done that before, that, that was a huge accomplishment to go, you know, I, I can do this. Like, look back, I've done 100 days without any nicotine. It's out of my system. I can do this. Um, I wouldn't say that I was comfortable at 100 days. Um, I would probably say it was upwards of a year, if not two, before I was comfortable. Okay. Um, and, I mean, like I said, I, I still have thoughts now at 3,200 days. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, I probably, I, I don't want to use the term cruise control, but it, it became a lot easier, I think, around my comma, a thousand days. Um, okay. Once I hit that, that was like, all right, well, now I've really got some numbers behind me. And 
helping out new guys along the way and they, they see that you have some higher numbers. That's that I think kind of reinforces that I actually know what I'm doing at this point. Like right. Right. I've done it for a while and I, I, I can keep doing it. Yeah. I, I think, I think for me, it was right around um, that year mark when I got to a year, there was, there was kind of something that went off in my brain and I said, Oh, you know what? I've, I've already done July 24th on the calendar. I did it last mm-hmm. year. I can, I can do it again. And Oh, I, I've already done July 25th. You know what I mean? And again, it wasn't that I was mm-hmm. on cruise control, but it was, it was the realization that I had done every single day on the calendar, at least once in my life, dip free. And if I did right. it before I can do it again. Right. Absolutely. So, um, cool. Well, hey, I, I want to be cognizant of your time. Is is there anything else that you want to leave with the Kill the Can community? Whether it's new quitters, old quitters, you want to say hi to somebody. What um, what anything else? You know, what kind of where we can follow you on social or anything like that. What what do you want to leave us with? Um, I would love to say hi to my June 2014 quit saloon. Uh, however, few of us there are left that still post in there regularly. Um. Otherwise, I'm just thankful to the site and to you, Greg, especially for kind of heading things up and being there whenever somebody needs you. Um, you you were you were a big part of my quit early on, and uh, one of the first people I met at a quit together. So that was that was huge for me. Um, otherwise, uh, I'm on Facebook as my name, Eddie Ream. Uh, Instagram, medic underscore Ream. Um, I'm on Twitter, but not very much for it to actually be beneficial to anybody. So awesome. That's uh, that, that's about it. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, Eddie, I I can't tell you how much I appreciate you joining me this evening, um, and thank you for sending me that uh, that video. However, ha- however irritating it was, thank you for sending me because because I, I do think it was <laughs> it was important to kind of shed light and to kind of shed our our opinion of of that video and that types of conversations yeah definitely i think it's good to have our perspective on something like that for sure all right hey thanks eddie i appreciate you joining me absolutely see you greg later brother bye join us again next time for another edition of the kill the can podcast